What's up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to the Nightcap Podcast. This is another edition of I Said What I Said. I am your host, podcaster, whatever the hell they call the people that do these things that really don't make no money. But anyways, um, my name is Dale from Cleveland, a.k.a. Dale Davidson. You can follow me at Cocky Cleveland on Twitter, at Cocky Cleveland. And today's edition of I Said What I Said, I know it's been a minute, but I'm getting right back to it. You know, I, I just don't come off the off the hip with just anything. You know, I got to stand behind what I said, what I said. So today... When I said what I said this morning, when I said what I said, just piggybacking on off the uh, Jarvis Landry uh, fake or pseudo guarantee win day on Sunday, which he didn't. He just said he go into these facilities and these arenas on Sunday to win the game, just like every other professional football athlete should say. And quite frankly, I think he should have came out and said, yeah, we're going in there, we're going to win. You know, I, I think that sets a fire underneath the team's ass and let them other teammates know we ain't just going in just to get these dude goat skin fucking cleats Odell Beckham Jr. you know uh I love you my guy I know you're about to all the drama and the antics and all that good stuff you play good football your hair you got style swag all that I, I'm a big fan big fan man but I'm not giving a, a, a goddamn thing to Tom Brady on Sunday but an elbow you can hold this loss I will give you the, I will mail you the motherfucking goat snake skin cleats or whatever they is uh Monday you know, I'm not, I don't want your jersey, I don't, I don't, you know, these players, man, they just a different breed of athlete, you know, I don't want your jersey, I don't want none of that, unless you, like, I looked up to you, an idol or something like that, like, you the reason why I play the game and shit, like, yeah, you know, I, then I probably want your jersey, I probably want it signed and autographed and all that, frame it up in my damn basement or something, you know, but other than that, I don't want your jersey, you know, and then I'm, one of the things that I wanted to come out here and say this morning is that I think that around the league and, you know, all throughout the NFL, throughout these franchises, these quarterbacks, these these other opposing players, they get a, you know, I know it's about to sound crazy, but they get a goddamn Patriots way too much respect, way too much respect, you know, and it's crazy to say that a team that won six Super Bowls in 15 years or whatever is getting too much respect, who's had the same head coach and quarterback since. You know who's who's done great things, broke broke records. I think I was looking at the uh, Tom Brady um, get to know get to know the players. I got an email about you know getting to know the players. But I think Tom Brady's was like eleven pages or nine pages. It was long, man. He had records on top of records. I mean, it was just crazy. You know, he had created player stats, and um, I, I understand that people you know they Super Bowl champions. They're probably gonna win the Super Bowl again this year while you're playing. It's the most consistent team throughout the NFL historically. Everybody else is up in in, in, in flames. You know, Chicago. You don't know what's going on with Mr. Trubisky. Um, uh, Golden Child is hurt up in Kansas City. Bust a kneecap open or something. Madden Curse got him. Um, then you got just throughout the league. It's, they say it's the year to back up. The year to backup quarterback is. is you know, who has the best backup? Brady's not getting beat by a backup. Bill's not getting beat by a backup. The AFC North, a lot of people say it's over, but I don't think it's over quite yet. A lot of people are giving the Baltimore Ravens credit when I don't, you know, they played crappy-ass teams. They had one good loss in Seattle who, you know, Russell Wilson had a bad day, that bad game that day. So, um, you know, we beat the hell out of the Ravens. No one talks about that. And then the following week after we beat the Ravens' ass, I know this revisionist history, you know, the power rankings come out and they're higher than us. Just, you know, you know how it is. You know how it go when you're from Atlanta, when you're from the 216, when you're a Browns fan. You know, you know how it go. We don't get no love. No love from the other side. We don't need no love from the other side. Say that shit. You can keep that love. We don't want that. 
You know, we love being hated. Y'all can hate on us. Y'all think this some type of, you know, clown show, joke, same old Browns. We ain't trying to hear that over here. We ain't trying to hear it over. We, we got good vibes, positive vibes only. You know, y'all keep the hate, keep fueling my team, keep fueling my young franchise quarterback because he is a franchise quarterback. I say it all the time, man, Cleveland, I love you. Some of the smartest fans in the world. Like, you, like it's just y'all get too emotional. Then y'all start, y'all, y'all go fucking crazy. Like, y'all don't know what the hell's going on. Like, like y'all forget all knowledge of football. You forget all knowledge of, of good quarterback, you know. Because all of you known was bad quarterback play for 50 years. But it's, it's okay. You know, you don't know how to, you know, groom a young quarterback, like, from a fan's perspective. You know, you just eviscerate the guy. You kill him. As soon as you have a bad game, you know. I always said you guys looking for like lightning in a bottle. You want that Patrick Mahomes to come along and you know go 15 and 0 off the bat, or just come out and just you know hell on fire. You know just shooting from the hip and just going crazy. That's not gonna happen. That's not that's a case by case situation. My situation like that don't happen. You know it's Cleveland. This not never. That's never gonna happen here. That never like. That's why some of y'all are stealing all that we got, this team that we got, you know, the players that we got, because it doesn't happen like that. You know, you got a, a general manager who's shooting, and he's shooting his shot. Every time he gets an opportunity, he pulling up from deep. He pulling up from three. Like, he not playing. He going to add to this team wherever he sits and sees possible. So a lot of fans, we sit back like, dang, I still wake up some days and be like, I can't believe we got the squad that we got. I can't believe that the team that we got is is actually wearing Browns colors and that we get to watch them on Sunday. You know, and I, sometimes I think the players feel the exact same way. You know, let's think about a Christian Kirksey who's been here for, oh, 016, one, whatever, whatever. And um, just think about that, man. It, like, he has to be like, man, I can't believe I got this team that I got right now. And, um... So, like, a lot of we, we look at that way. Like, we look at it like, oh, wow, you know, we waking up. It's like, you're in a dream and you're in a nightmare at the same time. Like, you dreaming, oh, we got this roster that we got. But you got in a nightmare because we got the roster that we got, but they're not performing the way they're supposed to perform. They don't have the wins that they're not that they supposed to have that you thought they was going to have. You know, I say they're going to have 10 wins. You know, I'm thinking on the back end, you know that schedule, that front end of that schedule is front-loaded. You know, it's top-heavy. So, you know, you got to think about the results of those top-heavy games that you went through against all the teams that you're going to play that you lost to this season. Well, somebody's going to win the Super Bowl. It ain't going to be you, but, you know, Seattle, good chance of winning the Super Bowl. The Rams, good chance of winning the Super Bowl. Then you're going to get the Patriots this Sunday. Very, very, very good chance of winning the Super Bowl. Probably Super Bowl favorites in Vegas right now. And then, you know, you, you just, you know, you lost to a Tennessee. Tennessee's getting hot right now, but you can't... you. I, Remind you too, Tennessee was the home opener. That's always a dice game, crapshoot. You don't never know what's gonna happen when you get on uh, on an opener. You know, you don't win openers in the first place. Um, we, we're we're bitching about getting this guy the ball, getting this guy the ball. And I said it from the outset, from the beginning of, of the season, like we've never had the full Browns roster on the field at the same time. You've never had all fifty-three. We won't have all fifty-three on the field, active, um, active. Um, but you never had all your full, you know, weapons. You had never had all your full utility, utility, uh, you never had your, all your weapons at the same time. You know what I'm saying? You never had Kareem Hunt on the field at the same time as a Nick Chubb, who you should play both of them at the same time. I so agree with you, Grossy. The general, like, you got to put both of them guys on the field. At the same time, both of them can catch out the backfield. Both of them can run between and outside of the tackles. Both of them got speed. And both of them just a nightmare for defensive coordinators. I, I like to call it the five-star offense. If you got that five-star offense, let's think about it as stars, stars, 
you know, not an actual star, but, you know, five points of the star. You know, at the top, you got, you know, offensively, you got, um, you know, I'm excluding Baker Mayfield here because he should be able to get these stars. But at the top, you got Odell Beckham, and then you got, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And then, you know, for your fourth point, um, you got Jarvis Landry in your fifth you know, fifth point, you know, you really could throw in Baker, but I don't. I like to think that Ricky Seals slash um, Farrell Brown slash David Njoku when he comes back. I think they're a pretty good damn tight end, like, group, in my opinion. You know, my opinion don't matter. I ain't getting paid for this, nothing like that, but that's just in my opinion. I think that they're a, a pretty good damn tight end group. I mean, just think about it. I think Seals should get more playing time, not less. I don't know. I'm, Baker seems to love him. Uh, so that's that's a a, a five star offense. You have five points, five stars. And you know you should be able to excel with this offense. You got to think about what the elite offensive coordinators will be doing with this offense. The like he would just be salivating and slobbing and just this. Oh my God! Like you know he'd be walking around with a with a with a with a Woody on for all of them. Just just straight stiffy. You know, walk, wifey like, you happy to see me? No, baby. I'm happy to see Odell. I'm happy to see Jarvis. I got a game plan for the Patriots. I got a five-star offense. I got to be able to put up 40 points. You know, 30 to 40 points. Because I do believe you have to put up at least 30 points. 27. 27 might get it. Um, and another thing a lot of people not talking about it. You know, everybody's talking about the Patriots defense. Nobody's talking about the Browns defense. Uh, which is better on paper. Better on paper, I know, paper versus the field. But I still think that they should be able to play to their potential. They should be able to rise up to the occasion on Sunday. I mean, anytime you're going against the New England Patriots, you it is your Super Bowl. Because they've been in it so many times, you look at it like your Super Bowl. So they play, they're going to get, the Patriots are going to get the same effort that the Browns have gotten all season from other teams. You know, and that's the that's the same effort the Patriots get outside Jets. That's the same effort that the Patriots get anyway, because everybody knows that it's the Patriots, and everybody wants to beat the Patriots. Um, they look, they do look damn good, and they are pretty well damn coach. And there are two former Browns players who are on that 0 and 16 Hugh Jackson team that's playing really well in Jamie Collins and McCourty. Um, but I'm, I, I don't fear them dudes, man. You know, I ain't playing. I don't got to strap up on Sunday. But even if I did, I still, like, my message in the locker room would be, they just another team. We got, I would point out all the, I would just make sure I bring up all the the stuff people don't want to talk about. Brady's age, you know, how he, you know, how he probably, you know, can't move anymore. You know, all you do is get pressure on him. He can't move. You know, the lack of uh, physical talent there. Uh, the lack of playmakers there. Josh Gordon's out. They just traded from Hamid Sunu. I, I get that, but I, he don't scare me neither. You know, you got Higgins coming back. You got Ward, Greedy Williams coming back. You know, I would like to see um, who's my guy, Randall. He's out, but like once you get the entire, you know, when Hunt comes back in two weeks, great call by the NFL letting him be able to participate and practice with the team. Yes, they need to practice with the team because this is one of the points where he probably could have gotten in trouble, but since you allow him to practice with the team, I think that you allow him to get back in football shape, 
You allow him to get back into football chemistry with his teammates. And then you also allow him to, you know, just sit there and be hungry. Because I know I've been on the sideline before. I've been benched before. I've been suspended before. That just being able to watch your team play, you like you just salivate. You can't wait to get back. So I look for a big return, a big boost when it comes to Kareem Hunt. And I also look for a big boost this Sunday when it comes to uh, Higgins. I know for the Callaway. I know you're trying to play Callaway. I know who's enamored with Callaway and, and with that offense, but Higgins is what makes Baker move. He, he just is. He's a security blanket. He's his Ed McCaffrey. You know, Higgins, that's, that's, that's his guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's his possession receiver that makes him have the ability to build that rhythm and that comfortable, that, that comfortness to be able to, you know, you got to establish a rhythm in the pocket, in the game as a quarterback. I look at it just like you play pickup basketball or anything else or LeBron. The first shot you take, you miss it, probably don't have a bad shooting game. But the first shot you take, you make it, you're probably going to ball out that game. So that's just kind of how it is, you know. So if, if you got to ask me, I'm going to say what I say because I say what I say anyway. Um, the Patriots, they're overrated. Um, the Patriots, they're, they're, they're overly hyped. They're, they're overly, you know, these teams fear them because they're the Patriots. You know, that's, that's just to be real here. You know, they're the Patriots. So, you know, if you guys think that, you know, you're talking on highly of them, Braves the Hall of Famer, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and, you know, Bill's great, and I, all that, you fawning and you slobbing, make sure you get your napkin and adjust your knee pads. You know, you need to understand that this is a competition, this is a battle. They, they bleed just like you, and they're all the cliches, and pull the plants up just like you. You know, they eat with a spoon and fork just like you. It's, it's no difference. You know, Tom Brady's a quarterback, he's 50. You know, he can't move, he's stuck in quicksand. Get your ass to the quarterback, okay? The Patriots' offensive line is in flux. Your defensive line is not. You have studs on your defensive line. They do not have studs on their offensive line. Uh, Bill Belichick said to himself, Miles Garrett can't be blocked. So you need to make sure you run some schemes, move Miles around, make sure he's able to have a, a big impact on this game, and make sure that he has the number 95 printed on the back of his ass by the end of the game. So with that being said, good morning. Have a great day. Go Browns. I said what I said. Dale from Cleveland, a.k.a. Dale Davidson. Follow me on Twitter, at Cocky Cleveland, at Cocky Cleveland. Love you. Have a blessed day.